It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. You're a big uh, Mortal Kombat guy, huh? You know, not necessarily. Once the game series hit Mortal Kombat 4, I think I was falling off. And then I bought one more for the GameCube. But, like, I'm not super hardcore, but it does have... It does have its place in my childhood. I didn't for realize sure. Mortal Kombat as a video game had like a storyline. Yeah, you know, I what I the, I knew that there was always a base storyline, like the whole tournament and like Earth Realm, sure, uh, out uh, what, what outer out realm, uh, yeah, Nether Realm and and Nether Realm, right? And so I knew about that, um, but apparently, as the video game series progressed, it's not like they recycled the same story over and over and just added Correct. characters. The story since Mortal Kombat 1 just kept going in the linear fashion. Yep. Yeah. And so I was I was amazed to hear that. And now there's just like a shit ton of characters. There's 11 Mortal Kombat games. Dude, have you seen the latest one? The graphics on the latest one? You know what? Watching this movie kind of made me want it. It's cheap on the PlayStation Store right we now. We should get it and we should play. I haven't played you know, a fighting game in a long time. You know who some of the DLC is? RoboCop <gasps> and Terminator. We can do RoboCop versus Terminator. Yes, let's do it. Let's play Mortal Kombat to not play as any of the Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> I'm actually just here for Rambo. I'm waiting for Alien and Predator, which I think are, are they... in it for sure. Yes, 100%. I think at some point there was Freddy Krueger and yep. Jason. Was, wasn't there like a, a DC versus MK game? There was. And then DC made Injustice. Which mm-hmm. like became their own thing, which which is great. I think that all started because Joker was a playable character, yes. was a downloadable character, and then everybody was like, "This is great." I want to play as Joker. Everyone wants to play as Joker. Why don't we just download Injustice? Because I already have that. One. Let's play. Let's get that. I for sure want to get Mortal Kombat. I kind of want to get Mortal Kombat after too, watching though. this movie. But I was never good at those games. You don't have to. I be was good. the low kick spammer. Oh, you were that guy. That's the only way to win. Not no, not if you like actually like take time to like read learn the, the things, the skills. Yeah, I never could do those moves. The combo set list is in the options menu. For sure, dude. yeah, of course. We could try it. I mean, it. it I, I have a tough time learning skills for a video game though. Uh huh. Like I have a tough time memorizing like the code. Remember when you used to have to like um, write down the codes for Grand Theft Auto? Up, yep. up, down, left, right, like all that shit. Yeah. I never. I would just go to the internet and down and like uh, print it out. Yes. So and. I think everyone did that. So okay, I good. don't think you're going to... Don't don't be insecure about it because everyone did that, dude. Good, 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 good. Uh, let's welcome the baddies, though. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome to another episode of ICBTB. Hi. <laughs> how you doing? Hi, how you doing? Welcome, welcome to ICBTB, y'all. It's another episode of It Can't Be That Bad. That was great. Thank A you. Nice save, thank dude. You, thank you. Um, um, my name is Alejandro. My name is Christian. And we are the hosts. Of ICBTB podcast. Um, before we move on, I do want to remind everyone watching out there: if you're new, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button, hit that notification bell because it really does help. And I'm sorry, but for the episodes moving on forward, I'm going to try to be uh, uh, really disciplined about reminding you guys because we want you guys to stick around and oh, we want to yeah, produce yeah. a great show for you guys. Hey, and uh, it's what we do. Yes, and. Um, but yeah, this is our movie episode, um, and I, we're very excited to talk about this movie. And this movie was great. I did not have high hopes for it, and in fact, um, I even one of the things I kept reading was like, "There's like zero character development." Actually, I kind of disagree. There's just enough. 
just enough, really. There's there is just enough. I have I have to agree with that. Maybe not with the main character because he felt kind of flat for me, but the building of the villain, and we'll get to it, mm-hmm. um, impeccable. Yes. From from the first second he's on the screen. Uh, yes, dude. You're talking about Bihan, mm-hmm. Sub Zero, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And what I'm interested to talk about is that we do have different backgrounds regarding the series. For sure. Because when we recorded Mortal Kombat Annihilation, that episode with Otis, um, you had said that this was not a game that you really played when you were a kid. I was not allowed to play this game. Which makes sense. Because this was popularized because it was just so extremely gory before there was a rating system for, sure. for video games. The guy was ripping people's spines out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this would have been a video game that you would have played back then if you were allowed to? Oh, yeah, dude. Because okay. it's like right up my alley now. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to play Mortal Kombat. We just talked about it. I want to yeah. play Mortal Kombat right now. now. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, even the violence in this movie, I was like, this is fucking The awesome. right amount of gore. Within... So before this movie came out, they released the first seven minutes, like a week prior to its release on HBO Max. And so people were watching it and reacting to wow. it. And I wanted to save it completely. Yeah. And do you remember the first seven minutes is when Hanzo, mm-hmm. Scorpion, was killing Spoilers. everyone. <laughs> Spoilers if you didn't see the first seven minutes. Well, he's not Scorpion until the last tri- like part of the film. People know, though. People okay, so, know. But people like me don't. Interest. Okay, right? this is what I have to so, like. You have to remember there are people who came to this Mortal Kombat movie, like myself, who like don't know who are learning these people. Like I know mm. these people tangentially. I think I'm using that word right. Um, yeah. Because I, like I I know of them. I've seen them a couple of times. But like again, I didn't play Mortal Kombat. I didn't really even. I don't remember Annihilation. I don't really know. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's for the better, dude. The fact <laughs> that you could erase. Like the hour and a half movie that is Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation. All I remember is Johnny Cage dies in the beginning, right? Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was, which is the fucked up thing. Isn't dude. he like the main character of Mortal Kombat? He's the main. He's like one of the main characters. It's Liu Kang, and then like Johnny Cage next in the first 1995 film. Because Annihilation was the sequel yeah, to the 95 yeah. film, where they replace about seventy percent of the cast. Jesus. Were any Christ. of those characters in this film? Um. Yes. Right, but I mean, Raiden. Raiden. Liu Kang. Sonia. Yeah, I remember Sonia. I remember Lou. Goro is what are you talking about in Annihilation or Yeah, in Annihilation. Was Jax in Annihilation? Jax was in Annihilation. I like it. I like I I like when his arms are like Colossus, not like Cyborg. Does that make sense for you? Like Col- Colossus specifically in this look, movie? Look at Colossus's arms. I like when I see Jack, oh. when I see pictures of Jack from the video game, he kind of has arms like that. Or it's just like silver and ribbed. Yeah. As opposed to like this very complex like, and cybernetic. Yes. In this movie, he looked like Cyborg from mm-hmm. Justice League. And those are two different ways because like he was introduced in the second Mortal Kombat game and in that with the graphics that they had at the time because they were all digitized. Uh, you know, they just took pictures of real people, right? That is true. Which is a great. There are true. behind the scenes videos of that happening. Where Ed Boon, the creator, was just like, "Okay, um, all right, you're gonna, this is like where you're gonna spin around dizzy as if they're they're about to do a fatality for you, shit like that." And so at that time, like, yeah, Jax's arms were straight up like Colossus. Yes. But now that they have like the games progressed so much, they're gonna make it as detailed as possible, especially in this new movie. Am I, are super we buying cybernetic. Mortal Kombat tonight? I think so. Okay. Is it cross platform? So. Like, can you get on your PS5 and me on my PS4, or are we? Fine? Oh, that that for sure works because that's just Sony. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I'll download on and on either. So. Okay. Okay. Um. um but let's get into it. Like really we obviously excited. have super so much excited. to say. Like, I honestly really, really, really like this movie. So if it pleases the court, yes, it does. The itty bitty nitty gritty committee gang. We watched a movie called 
Mortal Kombat. That movie is rated R and was released in the year 2021. Get it with a tot, guys. Has a runtime of one hour and 50 minutes, or for those who don't like math, 110 minutes. Nice. Uh, it has a rating. Uh, most movies do. It has a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. That's the International Movie Database. Uh, it has a 55% on the Rotten Tomatoes. That's a, a rotten score, tomato score, rotten tomatoes score. RottenTomatoes.com. Yes. It's a website. Okay. www.rottentomates.com. Rotten Tomates is what you spelled, but it's okay. It's actually a porno site that I'm trying to get more traffic <laughs> to. Uh, and then it also has a 44% on Metacritic. However, Google has its own rating system, Christian. What percentage of Google users approve of this film? Well, what I think is that they made this in the scope for the fans. And so yes. I will argue that about at least 70% of the viewers that have watched it in this week that it's been released are at least fans. If not just familiar with the franchise, but... A lot of people liked it and went on Google, hit that thumbs up. I'm going to say 92%. 87%. Fuck you, Google. Let me ask you, are there some fans of this film who don't like it? Because I feel like they may have changed a lot of stuff. What I can imagine that fans don't like about this film is that they didn't make Liu Kang the main character because he was the absolute main character in 1995. And in this movie, I think he did fall a little short we don't fire know hands, too much right? about him yeah fire hands okay, that's cool, Luke cool, Kang. Cool, cool, cool. Um, i always got i kept thinking that was ryu <laughs> <laughs> crazy cross hey you're not too far off dude. honestly like and i have to keep reminding myself no alex different video game i'm pretty sure the way you do the fireball with Liu kang are the same exact controls that you do the hadouken with ryu so who knows you're not too far off dude um let's see Johnny Cage was not in this movie entirely. Yeah, no, no, but but I have a little bit of uh, back end knowledge on that for us. Later. Okay, okay, please, um, um, thank you. Synapses coming at you, right at you. Hunted by the fearsome warrior Sub Zero, MMA fighter Cole Young finds sanctuary. Oh my God, I have a burp. You got it. Sorry, that came out. Sorry, guys, that came out right in the middle of synapses. <clears throat> Take two. Hunted by the fearsome warrior Sub-Zero, MMA fighter Cole Young finds sanctuary at the temple of Lord Raiden. Training with experienced fighters Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and the rogue mercenary Kano, Cole prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions to take on enemies from Outer World in a high-stakes battle for the universe. It's had a budget of $55 million. This movie has been out for five days. How much money do you think this movie has made through HBO Max and limited theater release? Say the budget one more time. $55 million. I think it's made uh, at least $100 million. In five days. Am I overshooting? Okay, $75 million? It's made $50.1 million. Okay. Which I, I, I think is a respectable number. It's not respectable compared to what you think it did. I think it may have would have gotten those numbers if we would have had a full release in theaters full, like it yeah. was supposed to. Um, but... Through HBO Max and through what's happening and how it was released, I think getting almost your budget back in five days—that's a success—is very, very, like, uh, well, well done, well done. I think it's definitely—it's going to make more. It's going to make a hundred million for sure. It's already more than enough to make another sequel. Like that's enough, yes. more than enough incentive to just be like, okay, let's shoot the next one. The reaction alone. Yes. Is enough to make them want to make, yes. um, which actually is kind of another thing that kind of uh, has upset me. We are big fans of the 
Zack Snyder Justice League. Yes. And we are people who both believe that they should restore the Snyderverse. Yes. I don't know if they will, and I have three reasons for you. What? The top three films to gross and to be watched on HBO Max are now Wonder Woman 84, Godzilla and King Kong. And now Mortal Kombat. And now Mortal Kombat. Damn. And it has There's to be- There's no incentive for Warner Brothers or AT&T to that make sucks. a Snyderverse. That sucks. And uh, we'll get back to this movie, but I do want to comment on that because it has to be because the theatrical release- of Justice League came out in 2017. And so there's already a portion of the audience that are just like, okay, we get it. We saw it. I think it's already, yes. And I also think it's it's also such a small factor of the fandom of DC who want the Snyderverse. Yeah. It's such a small portion of people who do want it in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like those are such diehard, adamant fans, which I think though, they're missing out on quite a bit of, of money and fans to because they can still build on the multiverse yep. and all that shit that they can do anyways. I agree. Um I think um yeah, I, I think Warner Brothers is gonna unfortunately follow the numbers and follow the boardroom because that's what Warner Brothers does. Yeah. And we're gonna end up getting a rebooted DC universe again. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna, you know Who knows what's gonna happen, dude. But <laughs> I, whatever it is, it's making me sad. <laughs> it is, but this movie, I think they're doing right. This one, they're cre- they've set it up in such a way, especially with the end, and we'll get there, that they're going to make multi- multiple films. Well, yeah, also, and the guy who did Sub-Zero, uh, his contract was for four films. Joe Taslim. Yeah, so when he signed on for this film, he wasn't signing. It was like based on if they make sequels, but he's a sen- he's already set he for four on. films. Yep. So Sub Zero is going to be in all of them, even though he died in this one. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, um, let's start from the top. Yes, let's do it. So um, we get to watch the birth of Scorpion, mm-hmm. or more so the death of Scorpion Hanzo. Hanzo, and that was interesting. And so that's like a part of the mythos of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that has always existed. Obviously, the rivalry between Scorpion and Sub Zero has always existed. There has always been. Uh, it's always been misconstrued that Sub-Zero is the good guy and that Scorpion's the bad guy. And that's because Sub-Zero is wearing blue, which often we like to associate mm, with, with like good. with good. And then Scorpion is literally a character who can spew out flames and, like, <laughs> you know, brings out hellfire. <laughs> Fucking yeah. badass. But the way that this movie starts out is we, we, we see Hanzo oui, oui, oui. with his... Uh, <laughs> oui, oui, oui. We see him with his family, just like they're just living. Beautifully set up. Yes, Beautiful and like enough enough exposition to realize what's going on, and then straight to action within that first seven minutes, like oh, I was talking about. The, the the action picks up right off the bat. A couple of things that I want to give kudos to in this film is um, there are so many borderline cliche, definitely iconic things of Mortal Kombat that you have to have in this film for it to work. Yes, the excessive gore. Well, like the the snide remarks. Yes. The word fatality and like, mm-hmm. and they make the, the, the way that they fight is not how people, you know what I mean? They make it all work and make sense. Mm-hmm. Why does Jax have, you know, bionic arms? We see why. Why, yep. why is Scorpion have the, the chain to like pull people? And the like, rope and the kunai, like in the movie. It is beautiful. They do such a great job of making it make sense. Much like how Christopher Nolan did for the first Batman Begins. It's making something that's so insane and has such a big mythos 
seem realistic in the real yeah. world now. Yeah. Yes, this is Mortal Kombat. Yes, it was dumb and stupid, but you know what, dude? It it's, made sense. It's a video game adaptation, and the way that they made this was definitely geared for the fans. They know they know they're playing. They know it's a video game. Because yes. how many times did they do a fight and it, and like they the camera like pans almost as if it's a video game where you see them two on the side like this, or it's and, almost two dimensional, and yes. then it like zooms and then you get to see the fight as if it was a movie. I think they did an incredible job they of played. translating it perfectly we, because annihilation annihilation didn't do that. No, not at all. Anni- Annihilation just like shot for too much, and I'm pretty sure when they saw that with the with the test screening, they're just like, "Fuck, we got this far, we got to put it out." We've already spent <sighs> so much money. Yeah, but like with this being a video game adaptation, it's so easy to be too cheesy, but it was the right amount of cheese, right amount of cliche. That's why yes. I said it's almost like, yeah, it's they things that can be hokey mm-hmm. made sense. Like when they're saying flawless victory, like even though that was kind of cheesy when Kung Lao said it, it was a dope ass kill, and he literally did not get hit. Yep. She did Flawless not lay a finger on him. They literally, they literally, 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 like literally, 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 bitch. Um, five dollars of people can tell us how many times we've said literally this episode. <laughs> um, um, I do love that they are not afraid to make the joke that somebody like me, who's not a fan of the uh, franchise, franchise, would make or questions that I would have. Like they made Kano ask the questions that, you know what I mean? Like an outside viewer would have. Mm-hmm. They explain things so well that it makes me like these characters, makes yes. me want to like be part of this franchise and be part of this fandom. Now there's a double edged sword with how they did that because they're trying to appease all audiences, right? Yes. Uh, hard, hardcore fans like me. And then like someone that's like just like dipping their toes in the water with the franchise, right? I think there's only hardcore fans and people like me who like know of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so they're trying to appease both ends. And so that's why they introduced Cole Young, who is this brand new character that has never been in a video game before. Because Oh, I thought I didn't recognize He's kind of playing anything. the role of uh, of audience members that don't know the franchise because Sonya is being like the, the, the crazy the freak in her basement that has everything yarned up against the wall, like, and this connects to this, and that's why fucking blah, 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 blah. Sonya's real name is Exposition. Yes, she's exposition girl. Miss Exposition because she goes there. And what I like is Her and that Raiden. she and Raiden, yes, please please explain to the people that don't know Mortal Kombat that it's a tournament, right? And that there's all these realms and like, why is this happening? And like, what do the birthmarks mean? And like, you got to kill someone to get that birthmark. Sure. She could be part of the t- She's explaining all of that to the point where, and I love this. Cole Young, while she's while he's in her basement and she's explaining Mortal Kombat, he even points out the joke of like it's even spelled wrong, like because combat spelled with a C, not yeah, a, K. a K, stuff like that. And there's little Easter eggs everywhere. The pictures that she has up on her walls, mm-hmm. you see like characters of other video games that don't make it, and that is the that's the shit that gets me going. And that's what makes me want to watch it again after playing the game because I want to like get those. I love the little Easter eggs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I could tell when something is like a a, a wink and a nudge. Yeah. Um. But I but I'm just like I just don't know enough, and like it makes me want to know more. Mm-hmm. Um. Cole Young, I did not know was not in any of the video games. No, this is his first introduction into the franchise. So so that makes sense, and I know that that you know why that makes sense to me because hmm. he had the lamest powers. He the turtle shell that he grew was kind of lame. He was he was like fake Wakanda. That was fake vibranium, dude. Oh. That's what it was. Totally. Because right? it absorbed like the, it absorbed the energy and like shot it back out. Yeah, Goro would punch him and he'd just be shooting it back out. Like Damn. Okay, you're all right, dude. Like you're a cool MMA fighter and whatnot. But you're not you weren't important enough to replace, and I'm gonna say it, replace Johnny Cage. I don't know if he necessarily replaced Johnny Cage. 
Here's my thinking of why they didn't make Johnny Cage the main character of this film. Let's hear it. Because people like me wouldn't care. Mm. People like me don't know why Johnny Cage is so important to the franchise. Until I started doing a research on, on the show and stuff like that, I didn't realize that Johnny Cage was the first character that they ever created for Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes, that's why they couldn't have done it. And, and I like the fact that they tease, tease him at the very end. Yes. I liked how they did it, too. It was perfect. I, I did read that the intention is to make at least three films, pre-tournament, tournament, post-tournament. That's why the tournament never fuck. Okay, I love a, this. Thank and you. a standalone Johnny Cage film. <gasps> okay, all right. Everyone that has seen this movie that has been wondering about his absence and saw the end where it shows like his movie poster and you, it cuts off the head. You don't yep. see who it is because they're still they trying to cast. don't have an actor for it yet. Ed Boon, the creator, is he? He's said some thoughts that he wanted some wrestler called The Miz to probably play. I think Johnny the Cage. Miz wants to be Johnny Cage, actually. But I don't know if that would work. Hey, The Miz is a great actor. He's got the body physique and definitely the character type for it. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I, I I don't see a problem with the Miz being yeah. Johnny Cage, and and I know that they're he could he could probably do it, but I just have such high expectations, and I know that I'm like biased because Johnny Cage is personally my favorite character in the franchise. Who who would you want to be Johnny Cage? I don't know, dude. I like I've thought about it. I've thought about it, and there's no one that just like fits that. Yeah. Uh, fits that Do you not remember The Miz from wrestling? I remember him right around the end when I stopped watching wrestling was when The Miz was first coming up. Very I, vaguely. I also remember him when he was on The Real World. That's how he... Because he used to be like, I'm going to be the world's best wrestler. I'm going to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to be yeah, on boom. WWE. And then he was. And then sure enough, he did it. And then he had his own show with uh, him and his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. So maybe. So now he has, he has like enough chops. The, the character of The Miz is Johnny Cage. And I could see that that could fit. So, and it, it could it could definitely work. I just have so high expectations that I don't know. I don't know. Um, if I had the keys to the franchise, hmm. I would make the Johnny Cage film a fourth wall breaking yes. found footage film. Interesting. So it's shot like a behind the scenes documentary of Johnny Cage's next movie. Okay. So we are on set with Johnny Cage while he's making his next movie. And as he's making the next movie, we get the office-esque cutaways where he's sitting talking to the That's camera. Funny. Or he's looking around and realizing like, hey, shit's not shit's not actually a fake in this movie. Like, this guy's actually hitting me. This guy's actually fighting yep. me. That's great. And then at the end of the movie, you know who comes in? Cole Young. Boom. That's how I would okay. make it. I think I think that would be a really cool standalone. That way you can still do the this trilogy arc, which is clearly about the tournament pre yeah. po, pre during and post the tournament, and have a standalone Johnny Cage film that makes sense with with the franchise. I think what you would like because right before this movie came out, they threw um the animated movie, the newest animated movie. It's called Mortal Kombat Legends: Scorpion's Revenge, and it starts out very similarly with like you know Hanzo and his village getting like okay. uh, destroyed by Sub Zero. Is it an anime? Um, I wouldn't. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't hoping, think you'd call it an anime. I was hoping this could be my step into it, but no, no, no. This is just this is just an animated film. Okay. But um, Johnny Cage is in that movie, and the way that they uh, made Johnny Cage is that he thinks he's going to Mortal Kombat because he thinks it's like a a set for a movie, <laughs> and so he's just like, "Wow, your guys' special effects." These are fucking crazy. Or like he's like fighting a bad guy. He's just like, whoa, 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 take it easy. Like I, the, I, the action I, choreography yes. is crazy here. Like I didn't even get to like rehearse. I like, love it. And it's he's the dumb character that's just like, where are we? This isn't right. Until he sees someone literally die, and uh, <laughs> he's like, 
oh, this is real? <laughs> and so... I want to watch that. Yeah, I, I, you know, they probably didn't put Johnny Cage in because they wanted to make this a serious, like, a step into creating this universe. And Johnny Cage can easily be... Derail. Very cheesy. Kano almost derailed the film. Kano was perfect he was perfect very but very clearly the comic like that this movie is very formulaic right um not being a fan of the franchise but being a fan of movies i can see how this movie was written and produced Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um because it it is such a clear storyline of like a setup for something that it just it and especially in the era that we're in in the timeline of how movies are being made and everything's essentially made to be a trilogy uh in the inception um so except for the movie inception um <laughs> but but it's very clear that they're setting stuff up like i had a feeling kano was going to turn bad from the second that we saw him because he's chained to the fucking ground and then yeah. they end up saving him and shit that is interesting because like i knew it just because i know the game and i know that kano has always been a defender of the earth realm gone bad type of guy right interesting so continue no i mean i didn't i didn't ex- I didn't think he was going to turn bad, but I had a feeling that, like, I didn't expect the turn, mm-hmm. right? But I did have a feeling like, this guy is somebody that, you can't, because of his character, but he is also my favorite character. He was fantastic. He's played by Josh Lawson. Incredible. Who is a, an actor that is from Australia, and the first time I saw Josh Lawson was this. If you type in improv into YouTube, one of the first videos is uh, <laughs> this of improvisers at UCV, at Upright Citizens Brigade, and it consists of Kristen Bell, Don Cheadle, Ben Schwartz, Josh Lawson, this other guy, Eugene Cordero. And it's, uh, they call it, are you familiar with the Showtime show, uh, House of Lies? Yes. It's uh, House of Lies had a uh, one night only improv show that was recorded. <laughs> and like all characters, actors from House of Lies were all recruited there, about five or six of them. That's... And Josh Lawson has like a recurring role. And some, even some of the actors only have like one role. Um, and that's that's, so that's awesome. how I know him. And so when I saw the credits roll and it said like, you know. Did you not recognize him? I, I recognized him a little bit. You know you saw him before. But I, yes. But you couldn't, don't know where. Yeah. And then I was screaming when it said Josh Lawson as Kano. And I was like, that's who it fucking was. He did a great job, dude. Incredible. I love when he was like, I want to get superpowers. When do I get my superpowers? Mm-hmm. And he's making fun of, uh, he's like, oh, what's Kung your superpower? Lao. You got a hat? <laughs> his humor the, his jokes were written real funny and his delivery was solid perfect timing him being a part of the whole joke when they are training mm-hmm. and he is fighting Liu Kang he's mm-hmm. sparring with Liu Kang and he Liu Kang is constantly doing the leg so, sweep yep and uh, Kano does the vertical jump that was one of the best tongue-in-cheek jokes that you could have done for any Mortal Kombat fan Yes. For any fighting video game fan, e- even I got it. Even yes. I got the joke of that. Yes, because you know it, it is it is actually such a well translated video game to movie film. Like it's this, it's just campy enough, yet also takes itself seriously enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It has that perfect balance of camp and seriousness and and realism in such a not realistic world. Yes, good way to put it. Right? They they, they definitely. It's so easy to go in one direction. And, and you know, when Marvel first started making movies, they never did comic book accurate suits because they look so silly and they had, there was no way. They always joke about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was always like a, um, a joke to the fans of when, 
you know, in that deleted scene of Logan when he opens up the suit and there's the the yellow suit in there, Love or uh, in Captain America where like when he has the comic book accurate suit, it's when he's doing the like the the hokey pokey stuff before he like actually becomes Captain America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody actually has the real comic book accurate suits, um, but in this movie, they really did. All of these characters, even like well, most of the other realm people had very iconic looks that made sense without it looking like the 1990s Street Fighter movie where it's like, oh, these guys are clearly in costumes. It looks like it's a Halloween parade. These guys made it work. The guy who played Raiden looked way better in this film than he did in Annihilation. Yes, yes, I agree. In Annihilation, a lot of people had complaints that Raiden in the 1995 film and in Annihilation, they're two different actors, um, that they whitewashed that he was 100% a white guy in an Yeah, there, he was a white guy. A straight up a white both guy. Both of them. White guy. He was Jax from the Warriors, is who Raiden was. That is? That's, that was Jax, and he had the worst lines. Um, I just remember his teeth. Terrible. Yeah, they're all just... They're as gapped as mine, but we see him a lot. No, but his are just, like, weirdly gapped. A lot of close-ups on his face when Raiden talks. There was a lot of close-ups. That's why I think about And a lot of, like, Raiden from Annihilations, all of his lines were kind of, like... What a drunk uncle would tell you when you ask him for advice. You know, you get close to the fire, you're going to burn yourself. Fire is cold, but burns are hot. You're like, what the fuck does that even mean, Raiden? Women. (laughs) Can't live with them. Can't live without them. That's what Raiden was saying, but just a little wiser. But Raiden here was like, he was pretty cool, dude. Actually, yeah, very cool. Shang Tsung. What did you think about Shang Tsung, who was the... A uh, bad guy that sucks souls. Oh, that guy was dope as shit, man. Scary. Very scary. I scary. do like that um, he is also like, hey, I'm definitely the bad guy here. Yeah. You guys are my minions. Yep. I have a literal throne Yep. here in Outer Realm. Um, I got this bat bitch with me, Natara. Who dies immediately. Who dies from Kung Lao. One of the best. So, the best. What? Well, second best. Because I do truly think. Kano ripping the heart out of the livid is the best is the best kill. And what I don't know if you know these. I know that's from Mortal Kombat. Those are so many fatalities were actually shown here. Yes. So Kano's and heart. Sense. So even the reptile's a character from Mortal yes. Kombat. Reptile yes. who was given this like green ninja outfit at uh, first. They made him look way cooler in this film. He looked like a uh, you know Godzilla Junior. Who was um the ninja robot that in this movie? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about um. He's not a ninja robot. He's the one with the gas mask. Yes. That's Cabal. Cabal, Cabal is sick as is fuck. so cool. And so he's introduced, I believe, in the third video game. I remember him from the video games. I've definitely seen him in the video games. And they even gave him some exposition that he used to work with Kano in the Black Dragon yes. clan. And they even make sense of his, like... His disappearing and like jumping to the other side, mm-hmm. like they make it all. They make the video game and make that's his sense. move in the video game. He yes. can move really fast. They make it all make sense. Yes. Uh, what's another fatality? Luke Hang's uh, fatality of the fire dragon killing Cabal yep. at the yep. end. Yep. And even his bicycle kick. The um the spinning hat where you split him in half isn't that a fatality? So yes. So Kung Lao throwing his spinning hat onto the floor and it is just going like a uh, like a table saw. <laughs> he flies. Uh, Nitara, who is from the video game as well, and splits her in half. Yes. That's when he says flawless victory. Flawless And that's victory. the best victory. I, one of my favorite. I do also like, like I said, there's a lot of cliches from this movie that they got in there and made it work. Yep. Finish him. 
was yep. one of my favorite. Le- was yep. the best line that was delivered. Jax, when he fights uh, Reiko, the big dude with the hammer. Yes. And actually, so small Easter eggs. Right before Jax does his fatality from the video game and like, you know, does like Just a thunderclap uh-huh. to the skull. Um, you see for like a split second Reiko doing like the dizzy thing because he Jax just knocked him. And so right before you do a fatality in the video game, like you're dizzy, right? And they say, finish him. They even added, wow. they sprinkled small details like that in. So good. And I'm, it makes me so happy that you really liked it. I, I honestly really did. I, I did not think I would. I thought it was going to be, I thought I was going to like the violence, but I definitely did. But I also really liked the storyline of it. Like not I'm actually bad. really interested in the Mortal Kombat mythos now mm-hmm. you know it, and it's you're gonna be studying for a while if you get uh, you into know, it dude I, maybe i'll just play one of the games yeah that too yeah. or just enjoy the video games man yeah. even so sub-zero's entrance i want to talk about in the city do you remember that sub-zero's entrance into the city when it just started hailing oh or it was like raining snowing then hailing or something yeah shit it was like snowing that. and then it started hailing and then he like picked up all of the ice on the ground <sighs> and it shot it like icicles dude incredible cgi the special effects and like i said earlier the building up of sub-zero's mythos in this film is how like it's almost like hitchcockian um villain building Mm. right like you remember in psycho how it builds and 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 and then you finally see the fucking old lady and then it turns around it's fucking norman bates like the Mm -hmm. first time you see that reveal is fucking insane because they've built up this bad bad murderer to be such a scary thing and then it's not even what you think it is in this movie in that same ilk they're building up how scary sub-zero is for 60 percent of this film and the scariest part is we've already seen him do the thing we've already seen him kill a family right from the beginning when he is in hanzo's house and he is looking at hanzo's wife and son yeah and he has icicles forming from his hand where I love this part, his hands bleeding from the yes. icicles, just like how Wolverine, when Wolverine's uh, claws adamantium come claws come out, he bleeds a little bit. The fact that he's th- these icicles are so sharp, it's coming out, and then you hear the scream. He just killed a mother and child. This villain is scary, so it's, good. It's scary, and it's even I even understood the first little hint of like when the kid goes in to take care of the baby, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, it's it's cold in here." Yep. Even I, as as I was like, oh fuck, Sub Zero. That's Sub Zero, dude. Like, cause I know the characters. Mm-hmm. I know the, the enough of the franchise. You know it. I loved watching Jax learn how to use his arms. Yeah. I loved how like Sonya, how they kept kind of like knocking Sonya for not having the uh, the, the mark. mark. But then at the same time, knowing like, oh, she could still kick everybody's ass. They made her a very strong female character without making her pedantic yes. and having to fall in love. Yes, dude. Sonya was a great character. I will say. In the, somewhere in the video game franchise, as I was doing research for this film, I find out that one of the characters in Mortal Kombat 11 is Cassie Cage. Is her and, and Johnny Cage's daughter. Yeah. And I was like, I would never have guessed that they would have done So I it. fell down a weird Johnny Cage hole. Specifically him. <laughs> Specifically the character that didn't make it to the film. Jo- yes. And, and, and I was literally like on page four or five of like this website and I was like, he's not even in this film. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so him and Sonya get married. Yeah. And they get a divorce because Sonya's too attached to her job. <laughs> I love that you're explaining this to me, and I don't even know it. And Luke Cage uh, decides to raise... Did you say Luke Cage? I'm sorry. Johnny Cage. Different movie. Yes, yes, yes. Crazy yes. movie. Um, Johnny Cage is um, loosely based on Iron Fist, Danny Rand. <gasps> really? Yes. Uh, Danny Rand and uh, JCVD. 
Jean-Claude Jean Van, Van Damme, Damme, specifically from Bloodsport. Yes. So that plus Iron Fist, that's how they got. Interesting. Um, um, but uh, so, yeah, they got married and she was too committed to her job. So they got a divorce. Uh, and then then there's a time anomaly and an alternate younger Johnny Cage and um, alternate universe Cassie Cage come to the present universe and present Johnny Cage doesn't like how arrogant young Johnny Cage is. So he teaches him the error of his ways just for young Cassie and Johnny, uh, young Johnny Cage to get kidnapped. And so he's got to go save them. But young Johnny Cage learns his lesson, wants to be a better person. So when they're sent back to their timeline, Cassie and that Johnny Cage are actually better people. That is so deep. That is insanely deep. The fact that you <laughs> fell down a rabbit hole. It's you know how I research. get. You know how I get. Specifically him. It's incredible. That's my favorite character. So it makes me really happy that you're I literally me this. had to like. I literally like was rolling on his Wikipedia page and being like, Alex, he's not even in this film. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> so glad reading. I was able to bring it up. <laughs> I'm so happy I was able to bring it up, and in like a natural way without shoehorning the it. The research in. was not for nothing, right? It's never in vain. Oh, um, who's your favorite character in this movie? Oh, it's Kano. Kano for sure. It's Kano. Oh, you did say that. Yeah. So even though, like, if 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 they made a video game on just these characters, I would play as Kano every single time. He's great, dude. Yeah, the fact that he was able to get his Arcana, uh, which is the the laser beam through his eye, which okay. is dope as shit. I forgot that they called it that. Arcana, yeah. Um, and he was able to tame it, it was so quick. Um, I was not mad at it. I do love that he's like, yes, I have laser vision. Well, you know that's why Kung Lao was trying to piss him off so that he yep. he needed that emotional uh, energy to unlock it. Just like everyone else, right? Damn, this movie was great. Goro. Goro's your favorite? No, 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 no. What do you think? Which one was Goro? The forearms? Forearms. Forearms was crazy. I do. I think that was the most entertaining fight. It was pretty awesome. Sub-Zero and Scorpion's fight was the best. That was the best. But the Goro fight was entertaining because it was very, um, very fan service-y without being, without making me feel left out. Mm Mm-hmm. I that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because anyone I, could enjoy that fight scene for sure. I did feel a little like I was missing something on Scorpion and Sub Zero, but I but I know that they're the main things. That's the main rivalry. So I I was also um, and if I remember correctly, wasn't the original design of Scorpion and Sub Zero like almost identical? They're just palette changes, dude. Yes. Color palette changes. Yes, that's how that's how they because had the original, reptile too. The original game was very uh, like. It, uh, Band-Aids and Bubblegum Well, dude, together. it was just like, it was Ed Boon, uh, this other guy, Tobias, and like five other guys that just decided to make this video game. What a huge franchise to spill off. And Ed Boon had a hand in making this film. Uh, did he help write the script I saw? I'm not sure. I have to He's look He's definitely a that. producer. He has to have like had a good say in this. He's for sure the executive producer because I saw his name come up quite a bit. But in my he's research. still helping with the Mortal Kombat games to this day. I would hope so. I mean, if that's your baby. Yeah. And who would who would have known that just like a room, a basement full of seven guys just trying to like make a fighting game that could change the genre. They changed the genre. They they changed video games. Yeah, man. Like I said, they we wouldn't have Call of Duty and Nazi zombies if we didn't have Mortal Kombat. No, it, it introduced gore into our lives. It introduced gore into uh, video gaming at, at the same time saying like, hey, even though it's this violent, like it's not going to change your kids. Like. I- well, I don't know if they, that was their intention, but it's no gorier than the Bible. Yes, I will say that. A hundred million percent. Just as rock star. <laughs> it is just as fucking punk rock heavy metal as the goddamn Bible. 
What a crazy sentence. That was a wild sentence. But anyway, that was a wild sentence. I'm going to get that shit tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> Please, no tattoos on your forehead. I'm ending this podcast. I'm not. No way am I doing this audio platform. I do want a really big back piece. Get a big back piece, yeah. John Wick style. But if you got, if you got like a tattoo stamped on your forehead, dude, I'm sorry. I'm not your friend. I can't be Post Malone? No. Unless you're making Post Malone music. <laughs> or Post Malone money. Yes. That's honesty when you can do it. Yeah, I guess okay, whatever. You want you want to draw you want to draw a nipple on your forehead, be my guest. Interesting that that's your first idea of a tattoo. <sighs> it's not my first idea. I think I went through I don't want to break it down, but as I was trying to like improvise I went through coming one up idea. <laughs> you have the best person on title work? Um it's going to go to the actor that played Hanzo. Uh, something uh Sadana? Han- Sonata? Uh Hiro's you what's it? What is it? Hiroyuki Sadan. Who is an impeccable actor. In- he's uh, done a lot, actually. I recognize... He's in uh, Endgame. Avengers? Yes, he's in Avengers Endgame. He's the uh, samurai in that movie. I forget the name of it. There's a samurai in Avengers Endgame? Look it up. Go So go to his uh, movies and TV shows that he's done. He's in Endgame. And a lot of people recognize him there. But there's a samurai in Endgame. You know, I don't really remember it either, but... I, I definitely recognize him from The Last Samurai. Yes, he's in... If you've seen any samurai movie or... And he's in Logan. Mm-hmm. He's oh, yeah. in a lot of stuff. Was he also in the Westworld TV show? It's possible. I have no clue. Does it say? He's he's done a lot. And also, uh, the guy that plays Sub-Zero... Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, he looked very familiar. Joseph Taslim, he's in uh, some other Marvel stuff too, I believe. He's yeah. also this guy's in, in all the rush hours too. By the way, yep. I I I don't know. I gotta figure out who he's in fucking Avengers. Ca- he's he's been in so many things, and but I will say that he had the best acting chops on that set when he when he discovers that his family had just been killed by Sub Zero. He yells. Bihan so loud that it shook me. I know who he is. Who? He's the guy that Hawkeye kills. Yes. In China or in Japan or whatever. Yes, that's what it was. That's where the when they went to get Hawkeye. Yes. Because Hawkeye had just been on a hiatus for a minute. Ronin at that time, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That's him, dude. These guys are. uh, They got some talented actors. He's incredible. He's incredible. And the guy who plays Sub Zero also does a great job. They definitely. Hold down this film. Joseph Taslim, yeah. Uh, my best person on set award, though, is going to the director, Simon McCoy. Nice. Directorial debut. Really? This is the first time he ever did a feature film, and he handled a franchise that is well on its feet, and I think he has maybe, definitely, made a very big statement on where he'll stand and where this franchise lies. What a big thing to deal with. Great, great job. Great responsibility to Filmed do. it in the closing months of 2019 and then had to sit on it for an entire pandemic. Oh, jeez, Just for them man. to take his film out of theaters and onto streaming services. But honestly, well done. Well done. Like for a video game adaptation where it could easily have gone... Hokey. Super, yeah, super hokey or cheesy. They, they gave it a perfect balance where I am just as pleased as you and we have different knowledge or we have different backgrounds in regards to this franchise i i give it a five out of five dude i'll give it a five out of five too it's easy for me to like lower it down but like understanding that it is for the fans 
I'm I'm cool with it. I was able to talk to one of my uh, coaches at work, and she was somebody who I did not expect to see this movie. I brought it up. I was like, hey, have you seen Mortal Kombat? And I was expecting them to be like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. But even she was like, yes, it's awesome. And I was like, nice. yeah, it is nice, fucking awesome, dude. isn't it? It's like, yeah. It, it's- Great. You can argue. We could do the thing. Where we ask too many questions, we could all we could ask how come uh, not all these characters got enough background. That's because there's a lot of Mortal Kombat characters, and I, we got to introduce a lot of them. There's an entire Wikipedia page on just Mortal Kombat characters. I'm down for it. It's got like 13 subsections. I'm all for it, man. Because there's also not just 11 games, but like the last six games had a bunch of downloadable content as well. They're very good about giving fans what they want. You ask for it, they'll probably give it to you. You want dude. you want Predator? Done. You Boom. want Jason? Done. You want Arnold Schwarzenegger? Done. Yep. You want uh Rambo? Done. done. Freddy Krueger? Done. Jason? Done. Yes. Joker? Done. Who else is there? Uh I I can't think of any more but I'm I sure. do really I did like playing Mortal Kombat versus DC. That was a fun game. Yes. That's like our worlds colliding because you're very much DC, I'm very much MK. So I wonder if that game's any fun. And I bet you that game's really cheap right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the mechanics would have like dated well i feel like the mechanics from mortal kombat have never changed yeah you're right huh right I'll, let's play 11 and let's let's find out if it's uh feels any different than an older game it's just like i, I here's okay sidebar now that we've talked about the whole movie i want to talk about the video game for a second i used to play the ufc video games too mm-hmm. but i wasn't any good at like doing like the hook and turn and curl and yada yada like mm-hmm. i liked it better back in the old boxing games where like x was hook b was jab mm-hmm. a was uppercut mm-hmm. right if i if i have to do like left left right up b i'm not good at those games that's what I, that's why i kind of suck at injustice it's complicated well they ma- they made it as complex as that because they understood that there had to be an inter- an, an intense learning curve because there are hardcore gamers that are like yes it, it's at the it's, That's it's why slight I'm, nuances make a great gamer way better than yes, another great yes, gamer. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, taking a month off of Call of Duty and going back to play multiplayer, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I wonder if jumping into Mortal Kombat 11 is the move to do, and then to just put it on easy for a little while and just learn learn the mechanics. Probably, mecha- dude. Build yourself up, because they're going to make another 11 Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. What am I going to go back to Mortal Kombat One and buy an N sixty four just so I can play it? Just watch a YouTube video so that you could catch up on the story. Honestly, if I see, honestly, yeah, that's probably the best thing I could do. Or if I go to an arcade that has Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat Two. Mm-hmm. Me and my cousin used to go to a comic book store that had Street Fighter Two on it, and honestly, the Street Fighter Two machine is better than Street Fighter One because it's all the characters plus some. Well, Street Fighter Two was Street Fighter Two Turbo. I mean, which because the first Street Fighter. Wasn't as much of a success as the second one. No, just like Mrs. Pac-Man made more money than Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. That, who, right? People did not know that stuff. Shit happened. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before? Uh, no, we... I honestly, I want to go home and play Mortal Kombat. Same here. I do want to give um, a nod, a, a special nods to Melina, who even show even though she had zero lines, Melina was the chick who could open her mouth mm, like and lick one the, licks the knives and licks the, the 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 yeah the knife oh, the and I also want to say that the best scene out there was the uh scene between Sub-Zero and Scorpion at the very end with Cole Young oh yeah that, that the, fight scene yeah of course with the music they didn't overdo the music they no. put the music in the best places possible and right when you see so Cole Young has the kunai mm-hmm. that belongs to Hanzo and so that has a connection with Hanzo and him taking it out basically summoned Hanzo from the nether realms. From hell. 
and he came out. And right when you see that kunai attached to a chain that is Scorpion's, you hear... Get over And like I said, we could ask questions like, how come this Japanese-speaking-only guy knows English? One sentence of English. But you know what? It was fucking awesome. It was amazing. How I did like when Bihan was talking to Hanzo at the beginning of the movie and... Bihan speaking Chinese yep. and Hanzo speaking Japanese, and he points out, I don't understand anything you're saying, but I promise I will kill you. Remember this face. I love And he rips off his mask at that last fight scene. <sighs> burns him to bits. Impeccable, dude. Impeccable movie. Five out of five. Honestly, I'm gonna I like they got a fan out of me. Nice. Annihilation didn't, but this movie did. This movie for sure. And this is why, you know, I was happy that it got, like, scores low enough for us to do it. Fuck it. If it was high enough, we would have done an ICBTG on it. Because we make the rules up in this bitch. That's right. Baddies. One of those rules is to like and subscribe to this show. Oh, but also you have to hit that bell thing that Christian says is important. I've never hit in my life, and I still get really? notifications. Do you hit it? I, I have for ours. Oh. Huh. I guess I'll try hitting on mine. Well, you guys do it. You guys do it for our podcast. <laughs> I love that you've been pushing it for like the last three episodes and you just now come out that you've never done I'm it just yourself. a fucking hypocrite. You I'm are. a fucking hypocrite. You're uh, horrible. You're horrible. Get over here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, I've been Alejandro. And I've been Christian. And you can follow me at call underscore me Jesus. Follow me at Christian has asthma. Follow the show at ICBTB podcast. Yeah, that's, all, that's our handle for almost everything. Yeah, we also have a website, ICBTB.com. Or if you like typing things out it can't be that bad.com get our merch we got a lot of merch out there yep see all of our episodes are there as well mm-hmm. uh, get to know us get in contact with us yeah talk to us guys we just we're so fucking lonely yeah um because after we stop recording we just sit in the corners of our rooms and like drink our own tears opposite sides of the same room but we just make it dark enough so that we don't see the other person yeah because we don't want to be physically alone we just we want someone there but also it's a mental thing that we want to be we want to be mentally alone physically connected you guys don't get it it's fine. This is actually not a bit, but you'll get it. Yeah. Um. My, uh, my name's Alejandro. That's Christian. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>